0: Pen Ketchum and David Moulton. Ooh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton,
1: and I'm Pen Ketchum. What's <laughs> up, my dude? We're back. Since the last time, right. it's the first time. <laughs> I was like, back from where? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hiatus of, of a week. Right. That's right. a long time. Yeah. yeah.
2: I've been doing nothing since the last time we recorded, yeah. except resting and really? preparing for this very moment. Really? This exact moment in time is what I've been focused on. I have a question for you. Talk to me.
1: In the 224 episodes we've done yes. of this show, yes, what part of this show makes you think you need to run, bicycle <laughs> 120 miles before <laughs> recording to be prepared? Well, that's... Because I'm not doing that. You're not? No. no. I, just, to be cl- <laughs> just to clarify... We're lucky I'm here. (laughs) I don't know if you missed
2: the staff meeting. I
1: I must have. It was discussing.
2: We were talking about ways to improve the show. Yeah. And if you remember, Jorge was like, (laughs) what if both of the hosts rode their bikes 103 miles immediately prior to the show? And I was like, that is a stellar idea.
1: Yeah. Well, the key was. Key. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jorge said, he said, what if our hosts ran... 51 yeah. and a half mile uh, bicycle 51 right, and a half right, right. Mile. but He didn't clarify that one of us couldn't do all the work. Right. And (laughs) I was like, can I copy your homework? (laughs) What'd you get for number three? Yeah. (laughs) Ed's got this one.
0: I got it. Come on. I'll do the volcano. (laughs) (laughs) The baking powder.
2: I'll I'll ride the bike. You watch the shit. (laughs) 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 You pay attention to the details.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Well. Speaking of the shit. Speaking of the shit.
2: I mean, we have basically three news stories. Mm-hmm. One of them is actual news. One of them is, I think, newsworthy. Yeah. And the third one I put in there to be funny. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the big first one.
1: Okay. Well, not the actual news or the big first? one? No,
2: the actual news. The big actual news, okay. which is that SAG-AFTRA yeah.
1: are on strike.
2: Basically, yeah. everybody who we need to make movies is like, nah.
1: Yeah, because the scripts, the writers are on strike. Yep. The actors and the behind-the-scenes guys are on strike. Yep. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, I think this happened once before, but this is history <laughs> in the making. If um, you like the film.
2: Uh, Fran Drescher called it a seminal moment. Ooh. That's grown-up talk for this is a big deal. Can you
1: imagine taking instructions from that voice? Though, <laughs> like I'm not doubting that she's capable whatsoever. Right, but I mean, I just at the nanny. You
0: know, like, <laughs> I think we need higher <laughs> pay. Yeah, I
1: don't know. It just doesn't, I can't even do it. It is interesting.
2: Francis. Like you know, all of them are like obviously talented and whatever, and smart, capable individuals, but you see them talking grown-up talk about strikes and you're like, oh man, you were great. (laughs) Good one! (laughs) You were like, dude, where's my car, right? That was a great one.
1: (laughs) So some interesting stuff Mm. out of this. They had like one final meeting, and they were trying to get... I can't remember what the production company side of everything is called, but they were trying to get the studios to come back, their group to come back and like agree to the table, and they were... Not not coming back, not coming back, not right. coming back. And then they finally were like, we'll give it one more chance. And they came back to the table. And did you hear about some of the crazy stuff no. they wanted when they came back to the table? One of the things the production companies put down on the table as part of their agreement was that they could have extras, faces. If So if you were an extra on a, on a movie, they could pay you for one day of work. And during that day of work, they could scan your face after which they then owned your face forever to use forever without having to pay more than the initial one day of payment.
2: The music industry went through something like this in the early eighties, yeah. late seventies, when they, when they started sampling, they yeah. would, they would pay session musicians to come in and spend a day like doing a laying down like a riff and laying down a track and laying down, like, give us a major seven, give us a minor eight, you know, like yeah. whatever. And, um, I remember hearing, I forget who it was. It was some incredibly talented person who describes going into those sessions, not knowing what was happening, just being, just basically answering a call for like, you know, yeah, come in and, and we'll pay you for a day of, you know, but all it was was making these, like, like running these little riffs. Mm. And then they owned those riffs and used them in music for the rest of eternity while that guy got paid 100 bucks or whatever it was for the day. Yeah. So I wonder how that got resolved you know, as it relates to this.
1: But yeah, I mean, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's like over the top. It's like steal your face. Yeah. One of the... <laughs> steal your face. The new brand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> steal your face. Um, there's an interesting interview with Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, on mm. the picket line. <laughs> I think the AP Press put it out. Imagine being James Gunn's brother. He's in all his movies. Is he? Yeah, he he plays Craglin. He does all the motion work for... Uh, Rocket Raccoon. You you don't know who Craiglin is? No, no. I have no idea okay, what you're talking you, about. Remember Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Vaguely. <Yeah.
2: laughs> it's like, it was like, imagine being like Frank Lucas. Or you know who's a real brother? Frank Stallone. Yeah. Like, that's being like Frank Stallone. Yeah. Like, you're going through your whole life, and you're like, oh, you introduce people, you're like, I'm Frank Stallone. And the guy's like, oh, any relation to Sylvester? And the guy's like, actually, yeah.
1: I'm going to show you this guy, because he's in a lot of things, <laughs> including, I'm going to tell you, which I'm sure you've probably seen because you have some wonderful ladies in your house, mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls. Love Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah, I, I know that dude. Yeah. yeah, sure. Sean Gunn. Yeah. So he was on the picket lines, and his thing- But he's still not as famous as James Gunn. No. right? No, he's he's, he's definitely
2: James Gunn's brother. He's yeah. not Sean Gunn. He's definitely
1: like, who's that guy? Right. Oh, that's James Gunn's oh, that's, brother. Every time, uh, right, every time you right, learn right. that, you're like, wait a minute. Right. What? For his entire life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they have a third brother who's even less known.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I hope
1: so. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Yeah, He's like a dentist or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know?
2: His name's got to be super boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so he was on the picket lines, and his big thing that he was dro- driving home was surprising because I thought that this was, was going to be a very, like all like very actor centric. And his thing on the picket line is he was specifically going, is it Bob Iger? Who's the current? Uh huh. He said, look at, look at the CEO of Disney. And he's like in the, in the eighties or whatever, they made $30,000, 30,000 times as much as the lowest paid mm. employee. And he said, look at them today. And he makes 400,000 times more than his right. lowest paid employee. Right. And he was like, you can't come back with these things and right. think that that's a, a right way to live. Like there's there's a problem with your perspective mm-hmm. if you can do that and be okay with mm-hmm. moving forward. So it wasn't even about actors. It's It was just people. Right. People. The, the, yeah,
2: yeah decent human decency.
1: Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot going on with Stegg After. There's one last thing I want to touch on it.
2: I do too after you're done.
1: Okay. A lot of things are being ca- not canceled but put on pause mm-hmm. you're gonna hear a lot about things going down the news that everyone's gonna key up on is the things that aren't stopping and this is a very important thing to educate yourself about and look into some of the things that are not stopping are not filming the reason that they're not stopping they're not filming in the US or their actors are not SAG-AFTRA actors um and these actors that are going it's not that they don't care about what's going on or that they're uh not empathetic to the whole thing or even the production companies well i mean the production but not, like the people on them the issue is is that they're it's illegal for them to strike in solidarity that's part of the mm. the way that these unions work and that in order to make sure that the whole business doesn't go like upside down because one group decides to do something they're legally not allowed unless it's something with their own contracts, Mm -hmm. but they can't just stop just in solidarity of what Hollywood's doing. Right. So there are certain things that are continuing forward. Uh, I know that post-production on Dune I think stopped, but the Dune TV show is still moving, Mm. like still filming. Like there's, it's weird. Scab bastards. Yeah. No, well they're not. Oh that's no, right. I'm that's what that's your whole these, point. These are not that's your scab- whole point. Yeah, is the whole point is that <laughs> there's a difference between this and, and scab scab bastards. bastards. Yeah, there's a, these people are they can't they contractually cannot stop. Um, right. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. What's never up? stop, never stopping. That's it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> never stop, never stopping. The thing I wanted to say about this, yeah, on a serious note, yeah, is that this is going to cause problems for the movie industry, for the exhibition industry. Mm. And I'm, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. With that being said, I do think the last five years have been insane in terms of like the world turning upside down. Yeah. You know? And so I sort of feel like, okay, if this is what it takes for everybody to get on the same page and get their shit together and sort of move forward in a more, functional manner in a better manner then in the long run like okay yeah like like i'm 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 stressed and i i don't like it and it's it's no good but in the long term if this contributes to the long-term health of our industry you know including the quality of lives for the guys and guys and women at the bottom of the ladder then god bless let's work it out
1: yeah yeah An interesting thing already, I mean, the strike was called this week and already the difference in news for what we look at for the show and the trailers, Mm -hmm. huge swing in one week. You went from big things all over the place to trailers that may have flown under the radar. Like the Blue Beetle, for example. Yeah.
2: Now, one last thing on this, I'm sure you saw read the same thing I read. San Diego Comic Con is going to look completely different. I mean, all kinds of panels are getting canceled and events are getting canceled because actors can't go to them. Um, That's a big deal too, right?
1: Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So one of the things about this is they're not allowed to promote the movies. Right. So I think there's going to be a lot of movies that just like don't come out.
2: Well, here's the other thing, and this is this has me like really interested. I've always wondered like. So the, what does the movie star do? The movie star goes on like Jimmy Kimmel yeah, or some late night TV talk show. I've always wondered, does that matter? Like how big of a deal is that? Or is it really more to benefit the late night TV talk show? Like for example, Indiana Jones was what Indiana Jones was. Was it more successful because Harrison Ford did the publicity or would it have been the same regardless of where he went? My contention is, I sort of feel like it would have done whatever, because I, you know, yeah. I feel, and there's, and there's some exceptions, you know, there's some differences. There's
1: definitely, there's definitely things that. There's definitely a demographic that is yeah. primarily reached through that kind yeah of you're thing. right you're right because
2: uh, when you think about stuff like the Today Show yeah like that's a good example yeah
1: because there are a ton of things that yeah. I just take for granted and, and like knowing that are coming along yeah and then someone like my mom's like oh my gosh did you know about like yeah. that there's a new Spider-Man movie it's yeah. like yeah mom I'm like yeah. <laughs> I knew four years ago, Mom, and you would, too. I talked to you about it, but you never listen, (laughs) Mom.
2: So there was a New York Times article recently about the Grateful Dead. Mm. Um, The current iteration of the band, which has a few of the original members, uh, is on their final farewell tour, and the New York Times sent uh, (sighs) wrote a little. I know. I know. I know. know. The final. The final. This is the final, final. Okay. The final, final. Yeah. Right. Until next year. Right. (laughs) But for for right now, this is it. Yeah. And I know that good old Grandma Robin, my mom. Yeah. She's gonna cut it out, cause they read in print, you know. Yeah. She's gonna cut it out and mail it to me. Did you know? <laughs> I've already been to the concert. I'm yeah. tracking every single show from the whole tour. Yeah. You know, all these. It's like two days on. later. Right. <laughs> two days, two months later. Yeah. You know. Anyway. All right, let's move on because this yeah. next one. I th- speaking of sh- speaking of what was the guy's name? Sean? Sean. Speaking of Sean's brother, yeah, James Gunn, who most people know as Sean Gunn's it's brother, Jimmy Gunn. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Gunn,
1: Jimmy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: good. I wonder. I wonder what his friends call him.
1: Jimbo Gun- Gundo Gumbo, Jimbo Gumbo.
2: Anyway, James Gunn, as we all know, because we listen to the Penn Cinema Podcast, mm. is, which is how we know. Yeah, James Gunn is the new head of DC, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he recently confirmed that the new DC Universe canon. That's mm-hmm. a word I learned from the Penn Cinema podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Gunn recently confirmed that the new DC Universe canon begins with his Man of Steel film. James Gunn says Superman Legacy is the first movie in the new DCU canon, even though actors from the previous iteration may return. Is that sarcastic?
1: No. I mean, yes, no. No.
2: I don't understand the vibe, David. (laughs) I mean, vibe check, right? This is a big deal. Yeah. I don't understand why you're sitting over
1: there all blase with your little button. Because we talked about it before already. This is one day old. No. He said this before. The big news, which I didn't read what you wrote down, I'll be honest. Okay. But the big news that I thought that you had written down is they released a bunch of the casting. Yeah. Who's Superman is, who Lois Lane is. Who's Superman? Uh, I don't remember his yeah. name. Yeah. Who's but, Lois Lane? Oh, I do know that. That's Fleabag Girl. Oh. Right? Phoebe Waller-Bridge? No, no, no. It's, it's the other one. She's in
2: Dan Jones. Yeah.
1: Who's the other Who's the other one? Miss Maisel.
2: Julia Louis-Dreyfus.
1: No, that's not Miss
2: Maisel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are shows you watch all the time.
2: Uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah. But it's funnier if you say Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she was amazing in Veep.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is... Mazel. Right. No,
2: Mrs. Mazel's a whole different show. What? Yeah. Mrs. Mazel is on Prime. Yeah. Veep is on HBO. No. Veep stars Elaine Venice and. As. As Julia Louis Dreyfus, yeah, okay, and All right. and Mrs. Mazel stars Rachel Brosnahan, Brosnan- a.k.a. D. Lois D. Lane, oh. <laughs> right.
1: as Indiana Jones.
2: So you don't remember who Superman's gonna be?
1: I can't remember the guy's name.
2: Interesting. So it's not Henry Cavill.
1: No, 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 no. It's, it's a new guy. It's not Nick Cage. No, it's not Nick Cage. Okay. And they also revealed some other big things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a gentleman. I guess I should have written this down. I didn't because we normally don't talk casting, but they're, they cast a, uh, a gentleman as Mister Terrific, they cast a woman as Hawk Girl, and the big one that you've seen everywhere—so oh, exciting! Everywhere, yeah—is yeah. Nathan Fillion has been mm. cast as Guy Gardner.
2: Good old reliable Nathan. Yeah, Nathan Detroit. Now
1: a lot of people are like, "Is he? Is he little old for the role?" Eh. Whatever. It's Nathan Fillion. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like Nathan.
2: Anybody get the Guys and Dolls reference? All right. Now, listen, David. I'm not saying that it's... Oh, can we go back to spider uh, Superman? Yeah. I think we talked about James Gunn saying that the DCU Universe... I, I feel like the headline that I wrote was confirmation. Okay. I think previously we had discussed this was probably, or this might be, or this may, would make sense to be, right. et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like...
1: See, I think you've forgotten that if you've heard it on the Pennsylvania Podcast, it's basically It's that. bank. Yeah. 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 That's the...
2: So anyway, we have a third news topic in here that I put in for you. And I'm not saying that it's been a slow news week, but I'm going to hit you with this story. The fact that this was
1: front page on Joe Blow... Right, right. <laughs> this is hard-hitting journalism yeah. at its best. The hardest. The funny thing <laughs> is, is, like I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> okay, the news is...
2: If you're driving, you might want to pull over. Yeah, you you definitely want to pull over. Definitely want to pull over. Yeah. Talking to you, Mystery Gobble. Venom pinball machine has been teased by Stern Pinball. Stern Pinball pinball is teasing the arrival of a Venom pinball machine inspired by the classic Spider-Man villain.
1: You know what I loved about it? Did you watch the video? No. (laughs) They had a teaser trailer for it. Oh, my God. And I was like, all right, we're going to see some pinball action, right? Yeah. It's literally they're just like, Venom. <laughs> He's coming. So stupid. To it's like all text. There's oh no God. imagery. Oh my God. They're
2: like, coming soon. So the teaser trailer for the pinball machine is as bad as the teaser
1: trailer for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thankfully, it doesn't look like it's connected to the movie because then I would have a lot of bad things to say. But I like the comic books. All right? You heard well, that? I think that's all the news. It's time. Print. All right, we got a ton of trailers this week. I don't, I don't, oh, okay. I put one in here that we report on because it's TV, but it's a movie. No, no, it's TV. I will allow it because
2: why not? (laughs) But we're not going to say that it's, we're not going to try to pass it off as a movie. Okay. I will allow it because it's relevant to one of the all-time best franchises in the history of the movies. Fair enough. Okay. Fair this, enough. this week, let me ask you a question before we get started. Just to take all the mystery out of the week. Yeah. Is the trailer of the week obviously the obvious trailer of the week? No.
1: Oh, okay. All right, well then on we go. All right, let's start off with Wonka. Hmm. How did you feel about the prequel movie... To Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory.
2: This is my trailer of the week. Mm. Easy. Really easy. Tra- I thought this. W- I thought you would feel the same way. Yeah. I was. To me, this is like a lock. I love everything about this trailer. I love Timothy Chalamet. Although I did get a note on uh, Facebook. I, I go to. Co- I went to college with a kid named Chad Wozniak. Whoa. Love Chad to pieces. Whoa. But I don't see him that much anymore.
1: Any relation to Scott Wozniak? Yes, that's his brother. Yes. Scott the Waz yes. is Chad's, Chad's brother.
2: Yes, but not by birth.
1: Okay, that makes right. sense because Scott the Waz is much younger. Right, so. he's a
2: brother from another.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes total sense. Right.
2: So <laughs> I went to school with Chad. He's my man. Yeah. But I haven't seen him in 100 years. Of course. Like, you got that kind of friends? Like yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you would do anything for him, but you, you know. I you have not seen him. Right. <laughs>
1: anything but, <laughs> but him. see yeah, him. I'm not going to see him. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. So Chad, Chad wrote in and told me. He said, uh, "Pretty cool Wonka trailer, but I can't bear the sight of Timothy Chalamet." <sighs> he said, "You won't watch the movie because he can't stand the sight of him." Really? Yeah. The only thing I don't like about Timothy Chalamet is I think it's so uppity how he spells his first name.
1: Mm, Timothy. Come on,
2: just be Timothy like every other Timothy in the world and freaking move on Tim- with it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, I love this trailer. Um, everything about it, to me, looks good. I'm on board. Hugh Grant is an oopaloompa. Yeah, what's wrong with winner. What's wrong? Oh, yeah, yeah, total, total winner.
1: My problems with this. Uh, also, I do love a good origin story. I hope it is. I, I, I like this trailer, but okay. the more I think about it, the more I don't like this trailer. Because the whole thing about Willy Wonka, right? It's like, all right, Penn, imagine that you are... Just a young boy living in this world who has four.
2: <laughs> How's that different from what it, yeah. From what you're looking at? Who has four
1: grandparents <laughs> right. who refuse to get out of bed for no clear reason. Right.
2: And they all sleep head to toe. Okay. Yeah, head uh, to
1: toe. Yeah. And your family's poor, and clearly yeah. they're all capable. They could be out working, but no. they're just going to lay in bed. Right. Because as oh, soon as you're like, I have an opportunity, grandpa's got all the energy yeah. in the world. Yeah. Uh, and he's fully capable. So you go to this chocolate factory mm. in this world where chocolate is amazing, mm. right? I love chocolate. And then you go inside, and the amazing part is, is that inside this chocolate factory uh-huh. is all of this crazy stuff. The chocolate makes you get like grow really big or yeah. change colors or float yeah. things that you never would associate with chocolate. That's so un- unheard of. It's right. just it's this magical world inside the chocolate yeah. factory, right? Yeah. What's the problem now? Mm? Bring us to. Wonka, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Timothy Chalamet is like, yo, what if everybody here just floated? Mm. And what if, what if like magic was just a thing that is clearly known about by a ton of people? Yeah, and it's not a secret, and it's not like this crazy thing. And clearly, I have magical powers and do crazy weird shit and. And can bend reality. And that's just the way I am. But I'm going to then, everyone's going to collectively forget that this is a thing. And I'm just going to sell boring old plain chocolate to the outside world. How do you know all those things you just said are true? How do you know that those
2: are true and that it's not a case of like the reality that you just described is only happening in his imagination? Because it happens to the people that go to the
1: chocolate factory. But that's only later. That's not in the... That would be an acceptable solution. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. That this is is the problem. This is the stuff that comes up in the trailer that makes me go...
2: And once again, ladies and gentlemen, we have... On the one side,
1: pew-pew, and
2: on the other side, the android detective mode. <laughs>
1: i we cannot go like
2: that. <laughs> the physics would never apply. The deflector shield would have fallen off this by is a, now. This is a Star Wars
1: versus Star Trek. There's a pew-pew yes. versus zap-zap. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next one, I could only watch the, f- the
1: beginning because I was freaked out. Birth, rebirth. Yeah. A lady is trying to bring things back to life, and she tries to bring a little girl back to life. Moving on. I thought this one looked Remind really, Remind me which one Aporia is. Okay. This looked really cheap, but I thought the the idea was really good. They invent... A homemade time machine. A homemade time yes. machine. Yes. But they can't go back in time. All they can do is shoot a bullet back in time. Right. And does the bullet kill the daughter? So I think that's part of... Something happens, and they they, like save the husband, and they save somebody else, but then as a result, the daughter dies or doesn't exist. Or it doesn't exist, yeah. We're not sure what, sh- and some people, like they have a thing where their memories are getting affected, so they can kind of remember what changed and kind of can't. I think this looks like it'll be intense and really cool for the type of person who yeah, star treks it up. No, I would, I, but I'll, I don't think this is a wide audience. Like,
2: I'll watch this. I, yeah. I, w- I, wouldn't pay fifteen bucks to watch it in a movie theater. I would look forward to seeing it in my living room. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. What, you want to go this next one. You know, you're pretty pumped. Yeah. I mean, Blue Beetle. I appreciate the
2: um, uh, diversity of the cast. Okay. You know, it's not just another white family. Yeah. Um. And that's kind of all the good I have to say about it. Like, it it looks to me like a cheaper version of Shazam. Yes. Well, that's what I said about the first one.
1: The first trailer.
2: Oh, the second. As as far as the trailer goes, it it does nothing more
1: for me than what the first trailer did, which wasn't much. I think it's a better trailer than the first one because it has more action in it. Yeah. But it really, it looks like Shazam Part 2. This movie's going to open to
2: $16 million. Some people are going to watch it. Some people are going to like it. And then a year from now, we're going to forget it existed.
1: Next up, we have what, if it was a movie... Mm, Would be great. Would have been my trailer of the week. Right. And that's Ahsoka, which is the next Star Wars series stuff. And oh my God, it looks so good. The Pew Pew is strong with this one. (laughs) I love it. Yes. I just want... More yes. of it. I love these characters. I think we talked about previously that I I am prepping for this. I watched Rebels, which I really enjoyed. So seeing live-action versions of these characters. Uh, could, uh, could this be as good as Andor? I think this has the closest possibility yeah. of being as yeah. good as Andor because it's so far from the normal right. stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah, looks so good. Uh, next, we have a trailer two for a movie that we thought looked uh, interesting but weird. Right. Previously, but
2: it often. was. Um, it reminded us, I
1: think, of being John Malkovich. Yes. Yeah. But this trailer looks a lot more grounded. Mm. Mm. Um. Which I think is a good thing because the other trailer was two out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Problem. Problemista about. Um, it's a hard take on immigration. Mm-hmm and uh, trying it's, to make it in America. It's a
2: hard take on immigration, but also appears, I mean, we'll wait till we see it, but it appears to be an incredibly creative yeah. storytelling.
1: Yeah, like his, uh, it's all about like his perspective of what the world is like. Yeah. So I think in the first trailer, which they didn't go over in this trailer, which I, it seems like is mostly in his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first trailer, they made it seem like it was reality, whereas if you had a certain amount of time to get your green card or whatever, and if you didn't, you literally just vanished. Tick 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 tick. And tick, there was tick, people tick, all tick. around him were just, I, they were I, just gone. Yeah. yeah. I, so, uh, I'm I'm interested to learn more. Then we have another trailer that I literally listened to most of because I got so bored. This, Medusa Del, Medusa Deluxe.
2: Medusa Deluxe from A24. Um, I liked this trailer more than I thought I was going to. This is a movie. This movie is not for me. Mm. Uh, it's clearly not for you. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's going to end up the people who want to see this movie are going to love this movie. Like some I think th- mystery. It, it's some kind of murder mystery. It see, looks creative. I might end up watching it.
1: That this is, see, this is another Saturday afternoon movie I'd watch, but I would have to be pretty like, someone would have to be like, you want to watch this? Mm. I don't think I'd seek it out on my own. I would. Hmm. Interesting. But again, like you're saying, I I could watch this at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, the next movie is my trailer. Okay, week. I'll give it to you, because that was
1: close. I, I loved this trailer. And it's funny, because I usually don't go to the funny. Yeah. But this one... What's the movie? It's it's called Outlaw Johnny Black. And it looks like it's Key and Peele, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just it looks really funny. I mean, I might be wrong about that, but... Here's the thing. At I, least Peele's in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't...
2: I, I'm not exactly sure who's in it, but um, is it supposed to be a comedy? Yeah. Like, the, tra- oh, yeah. the
1: trailer is hilarious. Yeah, it's definitely supposed to be. Yeah. Con- it's supposed to be, like, an action comedy. Right. It, it, so an outlaw comes into town and impersonates the priest because they're <laughs> trying to get the oil that's going to be coming up in the town. Right. And then another outlaw comes in and (laughs) goes to out him, but then he brings him in on his team. You can be the deacon. Yeah, but he doesn't, he's not a pastor. And I, I forget what the one part she's like, doesn't it say that in the Bible? He's like, what? No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, pro- probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the Bible say turn the other cheek and he says, yeah, no, probably. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I
2: think so. Yeah. No, probably. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And yeah. then he's like, if you don't get off the porch before I finish this, and then he starts shooting everybody. <laughs> That's not a complete
0: sentence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's great. I, I, the, It's called The Outlaw Johnny Black. I highly yeah. recommend you watch the trailer because it'll, it'll give you a good laugh. Yeah. My runner up though. Ugh.
1: Corner office.
2: You mean office space meets being John Malkovich? That one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, John Hamm. I guess this would be my this would be my number four. Really?
1: Yeah. He's so he the premise of this is that he was big time and now he's taking a position where he's not big time. Right. And he's having trouble adjusting. Right. And then he finds a magical office and when he goes in that office, he accomplishes amazing things, great things, but to everyone else, he's just staring at the wall. And so there's a big thing of, they're like, you're just staring at a wall, but he's like, no, no, I'm going in this office and I'm doing all these things and what is, re- what is reality? And the other I think some of the comedy is like some of the other employees, like if you can just stand at a wall, then I should be able to go on like three breaks a day or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. So I like this trailer. I don't know. I mean, I'm it's not, not for Penn. I'm no, no, no.
2: I'm not trying to say that I disliked the trailer. I'm trying to think what I liked better than it. You know, I guess, you know, I got Wonka, Johnny black
1: retirement plan, corner office. Okay. Retirement plans. Let's move on. That's, that was a hard fight for my number two. This is Nicolas Cage. At his most yeah. Nicolas Cage.
2: At his Nicolas
1: Cage. Can we just say that we're in the age of Nicolas
2: Cage? We are in the age of the Cage. Yeah. yeah. Age of the Cage. Age like, of the Cage.
1: He playing an old retired, probably assassin. Right. Doesn't know that he, doesn't talk to his daughter, doesn't know he has a granddaughter. And then his granddaughter just shows up one day mm. and she's like, mom was kidnapped. Been there. Yeah. Who hasn't? Right. Honestly. If I had a dime for every grandkid that showed up right. at my door. You're right. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes after. It. This looks incredibly cheesy. Uh, like it's probably not going to be as good as it looks, but it also, it reminds me of, it's the same kind of production as like, what was that Santa movie uh-huh. that we watched this winter? Naughty Christmas or something? <laughs> Violent Night. Violent Night. <laughs> same thing. Right. Right. Same yeah. thing. Pew, it's, pew. The, it's the same thing. It's right. a lot of pew pews. Yeah. And a
2: little bit of quips. Um, who's the guy who's the big ugly guy with the white hair that plays the bad Ron guy Ron Perlman Ron Perlman he is no Boy. Yeah, yeah amazing in this movie Yeah, he looks really good yeah he plays like the bad guy Yeah, you know and he keeps reporting back apparently to some other bad guy and he talking about Nick Cage and he's like the old guy he keeps killing everybody <laughs> like everybody
1: <laughs> I don't know how I got out of there right. <laughs>
0: He's
2: his running commentary yeah. throughout the trailer is gold right like that's what did it for me that got me the number two put it in my number
1: two spot nice yeah Yeah. so, so I, I want to see this movie I'm sorry number three spot oh number three yeah Bird. well that's all the trailers it's a ton of trailers yeah. this week so we got Wonka and Outlaw Johnny Black as our top two here's favorites. the
2: thing
1: you should go see the
2: Wonka trailer just because you need to be up to speed yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: but if you want to go be amused definitely go watch the Outlaw Johnny Black Right. That, is a, that is a fresh trailer. And if you're a fan of the cage age, the age of the cage. <laughs> the age of the cage. Yeah, it's called The Retirement Plan. I love it.
1: I'm, I'm here for it. All right, now we're going to get into our spoiled-filled review. There's spoilers right off the bat. Um, I can't believe they killed off Ethan Hunt. I can't believe... How are they going to make part two without how him? How are they going to make part two without Ethan Hunt?
2: Do you remember the story? I know I told it to you because it's one of my favorite stories. Did I ever tell wait, you a wait. story?
1: is this a story about how you confuse 10 minutes of Indiana Jones with 45 minutes of Mission Impossible Is no. that is this that story? Oh no that was last week. That on the was podcast. last week.
2: Did you like when I posted a podcast on Facebook and I said plus our review of Indiana Jones is almost impossible. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Nobody else caught it and nice. I was so pleased with myself cuz I even capitalized impossible.
1: Oh ah, so
2: perfect. good. Yeah. So good. All, all week I've been like can
1: you believe pen. Right. <laughs> like I tell you about this moment
2: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the amazing thing is the whole
1: thing was scripted oh yeah yeah then people don't know we scripted right show. right yeah right. that was we some really good writing we rehearsed three or four times right yeah yeah right right yeah.
0: so
2: we used to have staff meetings mm-hmm. uh, management breakfasts oh we used to go to shady maple Ooh. and one time we scheduled a breakfast for a monday morning because that was most convenient for us and it turned out it was some religious holiday and the place was like packed, mm. like lines out the doors. Yeah. So we go, we have a lovely breakfast. On our way out the door, my man Joel, mm. one, of the f- one of the funniest people alive. He's, he's, got a, he's got a great, very dry sense of humor, yeah. right? He turns around to me as we're walking out, doesn't break stride or anything. And real loud, so, so we're walking past this long line I mean, it's a line and a line and a line of people waiting to get into this buffet. Of course. Right? And we're walking out. And without breaking stride, I'm walking right behind him. Without breaking stride, he turns around to me and says, Ben, jeez, I can't believe they ran out of bacon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's a a troublemaker. (laughs) So good. One of the things I love about coming in on, on... Saturdays, now that we record on Saturdays, is running into Mr. Manager. Oh, he's the best. And he's always like, he always tries to start beef between us. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Ed was really complaining about you before he came out. (laughs) Today I walked in, he goes, Pen had some choice words about you today. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, so maybe they didn't kill off Ethan Hunt. Maybe they didn't. That was maybe a, what do you call, a red herring. Whoa. Yeah look that shit up it's a thing wow two R's in a hearing
1: how did you feel about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning part one I like that they didn't hide that it was part one right like Dune did yep or uh, even Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, yep. yep, yep, yep. Spider-Verse. what do you think um I love the train scene <laughs> The one with
2: Indiana Jones? <laughs> the one where they jumped off at the last minute into the river. Yeah, during you know, World War II. Right, yeah. right. And all the British were crawling all over the top of it. You know, it was great. great. It was just really <laughs> well done. It was really cool. And how Ethan Hunt had that whip. Yeah. You know what I mean? He cracked that gun right out of that dude's hand. You wouldn't have expected it. No, no, no. I didn't see that yeah. coming. That was great. <laughs> no, what I thought about Mission Impossible, and and I'll tell you everything you need to know about how I felt about it with the following statement mm. I've seen it twice now
1: let see that's crazy
2: that's first of all i don't see movies twice very often and second of all it's a long movie it's It's not like oh you just said you know this is a big commitment i was i was excited to watch it a second time i loved everything about it what i will say is and i say this with all love mm. this is a pizza movie yes like you've seen it before you're gonna see it again you know what you're getting and man is it good pizza you know what I mean? Like, that's my take. Like, this is this is a movie that we've seen before, but boy, is it good. It's done really well. And what I, what I said in the Indiana Jones review that I meant to say about Mission Impossible is that the scene when Ethan Hunt and the girl are hanging off the cliff in oh, the train. That is I mean, so suspenseful. That was incredible. Oh, my gosh. I mean, obviously, they're both going to live. It's the movies. It's Hollywood, whatever. But... Boy, you're hanging. Out. Like I remember when, when it's all said and done, and the three of them are standing safely on the train car. Like I exhaled. Yeah. And I, I leaned over to my buddy and I was like, that was exhausting. You know, like yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. That was a really exciting sequence. I, I saw this with
1: Alabella Jamie, and she's mm. next to me, and she's like, oh. she doesn't normally yeah. do that. Right. <laughs> she was like yeah, that right. scene. She was like, it was yeah. over. She looked at me. She's yeah. oh. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, it was
2: intense. No, I thought it was incredibly well done. I loved it. Um the 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 thing that I didn't I mean, I guess it kinda worked or whatever. Like was it supposed to be funny that he got in that little tiny yellow car? Like yeah. the the stunts with him and is that Phoebe that he was handcuffed to? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh,
1: that's Phoebe uh, well
2: that was Haley Haley out Haley outwell.
1: We, uh, we are or, professionals. <laughs> 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 Haley anyway,
2: Atwell. Haley Atwell, that uh, the bits where they're handcuffed, that was yeah. really creative.
1: Yeah. But you didn't think it was funny?
2: No, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I don't really I don't need big funny from Mission Impossible. I like I need like little one-liners, yeah. you know, I mean little quips. It's normally not
1: that funny. Right. That which was that was r- off, but worked. It totally worked. Yeah. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah but I have my problems with it. Talk to me. Um, My first problem is some of the scenes ran a little long. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit long on the action scenes. And it seemed like there was a lot of B-roll. Now, I will say that the older Mission Impossible movies also have a lot of B-roll, and this felt like it was going for the older Mission Impossible feel. Yeah. I also don't... I don't know. The AI thing... At the very beginning, it starts with the AI thing, and it instantly turned me off. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know, something about it not being a person. Mm -hmm. But I did like the guy that the AI has doing all Mm -hmm. this stuff. Like that part was cool. So I'm not like fully turned off by that. But so, and the third thing is Jessica Ferguson is amazing, Mm -hmm. but I really feel she either a wanted out of this movie, or b. They wanted, they, I don't. They don't want to see him happy because the last three films, I think it was three, at least two, was about him meeting her, falling in love with her, and getting the approval from his ex-wife that he can be like he can be with her and learning how to like love her. And then this movie starts, and it's almost like they don't even know each other again. She has yeah like three lines in the entire movie, and she was a major hitter in all the other ones. Like, why did she, she was only in it to die. And that, that part like bugs me mm. to be replaced by Haley Atwell, who I also love in this movie, but I really like. I think if they try and make her a love interest in the next one, which I didn't feel like they were totally doing in this one is a total wrong move because he was supposed to have been like really into Jessica Ferguson's mm-hmm. character. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. I thought it was Jessica Ferguson. Rebecca – oh, her character is Jessica in Dune. That's ah, why. Ah. Dune, Dune first. Real, real thing second. <laughs> Dune first. Yeah.
2: <laughs> th- is that the what it says on the vanity plate on your car? Yeah, Dune yeah. first. Dune first. Everything else second. <laughs> yeah. I think that's
1: Rebecca. fair. I bet you he ends up with grace. Yeah. That's the thing. and That's what bothers me. Right. Um, that he's going to end up – the, uh, so those are the main things, but other than that, like it's it's really good. The set pieces, everyone's acting is intense. How did you like Vanessa Kirby
2: as the sort of dealer? She she wasn't quite a villain, but she was kind of a villain. It's fine. I mean, It's a reoccurring yeah.
1: character. So is she? I didn't remember yeah. her. That's the whole thing where they're like, does she know you as John Locke or whatever? Oh right, because in right, the right. previous movie he yeah. like went undercover in her. So her and the, the henchmen are from. That's why he kind of knows them, because okay. they're from the other movies.
2: Also, um, Paris, the the girl Paris, whose yeah. name is Pom Clem- Clementife. Yeah. Clementife.
1: Yeah. That's Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, hey. yeah. She was great. She is. I, I, loved was,
2: her, I loved her character.
1: I thought it was a good idea to have her only speak her native language, too. Mm. Because she's amazing, but her... The way she talks in real life is very much the way she talks as Mantis. Hmm. And I think people would have just saw, seen Mantis. Mantis. If, yeah. they, if she she just needs a little bit more separation yeah. and this did that. So let's talk plot. Okay. Of
2: part two. Okay. One thing that I did not notice the first time. that Actually, I did not notice the second time either, but my friend pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. As part one was wrapping up. Tom Cruise looks old. Luther is gone. Right. He departs. Early, like a scene earlier, a couple scenes earlier, when he says to Simon Pegg, you got this, I got to go offline or something like that. Yeah. What does he say? He says, I think... Off, off the grid. Off the grid, that's what it was. And then we never see him again. Right. So where do you think he is?
1: Off the grid? I don't understand the... I, don't, I, like,
2: walked, I walked right into that yeah. one. <laughs> I don't
1: understand that like, he's clearly going to be the deus ex machina in the second one.
2: What is deus ex machina?
1: It's a... Okay, This is like canon. We're gonna go into okay. Talk to me. Opening school, of yeah, of, yeah. of script writing and film. And I
2: know play what plays. it means. You, do you? I don't, I mean, isn't it
1: God from the Machine? Yeah, God of the Machine. Yeah, and it's because plays developed a uh, thing where like something fantastical would happen to solve the problems of the plot, usually involving pulleys. And so the deus ex machina is whatever miraculous thing comes in to solve all the problems. Mm. And so Vin Raines' character is going to have, cause he, he said, I'm gonna go figure out the code somewhere. So he's gonna go away okay. and figure out the code to defeat the AI. And then at the end, he's gonna ha- be the deus ex machina and, and fly in and like they're gonna almost, cause the whole thing in the second one is they're gonna be, you have to go to the submarine, They're going to have to get the code, and they have to inject the base code into... Why don't they just use the key to turn the damn thing off? Well, it's everywhere. The whole thing is that the base code is inside the submarine.
2: Right, and then you get to the submarine, and you get in, and you insert that crazy
1: key and turn it off. No, it's not not powered there. Mm. The base code is there. Because once it got out of there, it's in everything. That's why he had the hard drive, and he's like, it's in here. And so he can like you know, it's like everywhere. So yeah. it needs to it needs to be destroyed and then flushed out of everything. So they have to get the base code from the submarine and then inject the base code back into it to con- to destroy it. What's gonna happen is they're gonna get the base code and then Ethan Hunt's gonna be like, I just was I just scuba dived down to this thing right. and got this thing out of the submarine and I'm about to do it. And then someone's going to shoot the hard drive in his hand ah, and put a hole in it. Nuts. He's going to be like, "No, was this supposed to do?" And then Vin Rains is going to come in and be like, "Ethan, I know I've been off the I've been off the hook for uh, so long, but I was over there ones and twoing it, grid. or ones and zeroing it, right. and I made this new code off the grid." <laughs> Once in doing it, yeah. Once in zeroing, like yeah, <laughs> once in two. So it's just like beats. He was writing. Right, 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 He was rapping. Right, obviously. And he's like, and I was able to reconstruct the base code. Is that going to be helpful? And then boom. And then Tom Cruise is like, that's what we needed. Right. And they're going to shake hands, high five, hug, and then plug the floppy disk in, and <laughs> it's going to go. <laughs> and then. I mean No wonder you don't like movies. I all I'm saying is it's the it's clear. Like I don't even need to go. Yeah. Like I know (laughs) what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where is he gonna go? Also, I would be shocked if there's not a time jump Mm. of let's give it two years. Mm. Right? Time jump of two years for him to figure out what he has to do. In those two years, Haley Atwell has now become the next best proficient M, uh, oh, M yeah, yeah. MIF yeah. agent. Yeah. And she's now sent to- IMF. IMF, yeah. yeah. She's now sent to take- yeah. Like, she doesn't know what, and then she finds out yeah. that she's sent been sent to take time. And Chris then she now. gets her double O status. Yeah, and at the end, yeah. they're like, you're the new James Bond. Yeah. Jamie Bond. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. And also, you're also- Captain Carter the new Captain <laughs> right. America in the same thing right
2: yeah alright so best movie ever made or worst movie you've ever seen best movie ever made best movie ever absolutely
1: this is amazing pizza yeah alright let's move on to listeners notes feedbacks please comments questions and pranks pulled on certain people what
0: what that doesn't sound What'd like you say? A, what what, what?
1: Uh, that doesn't so I go into work wait me you have another job besides this well this one pays the bills. Right. The other one's for fun. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. Yeah. I roll into work and people are like, have you been to your desk? And I'm like, no, I clearly just got here and I'm uh-huh. goofing off. Right. Right. <laughs> like, As I give, do. <laughs> give me another ten minutes <laughs> right. and I'll be at my desk. Right. Thinking about working. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't just walk in and start working. No. Right. It's yeah. Right. I mean and so I roll over and I'm like, well. Big what, sign at my what desk. What the heck? Big three panel cardboard cardboard sign. Listen to the Cinema podcast, oh. best podcast out uh, there. Out of all the podcasts out there, they're one of them. Yeah. Listen, like, and subscribe. It's got all these little pictures on it, and I'm like, oh man. It was it was illustrated. Yeah.
2: And they said listen, and then they employed additional graphics. Yeah. To make the listen really pop. Of course. Yeah. I mean, this was not a amateur. No. This was a professional. Yeah. This is a professional graphic artist. Yeah. I mean, clearly. So, my initial thought. And they even included like some popcorn on it. Yeah. I mean, this is
1: next level. I initially was like, clearly it's Tony Bologna. Mm. So, I, you know. Because he's just easy to blame for everything. Well, yeah. He's easy. But also, he's, he's, he's a man of passion. Right.
2: And I thought... Did the sign block your Barbie mug? Were you able to reach your Barbie mug? <laughs> First
1: before? off, that's a Kirby mug. Oh, a Kirby mug. Yeah, right. right, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If I had a Barbie mug, it would have been front, front and center. Okay, right, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I had to work all day seeing looking straight through that cardboard. Right. Yeah. So you thought it was Tony Bologna. I know. And then Tony Bologna goes... Sounds like you're saying it wasn't. He goes, it wasn't me. And I'm like... You're not a good liar, Tony. I know it must have been you. Quit the baloney. Who else could it have been? Right. And he's like, no, no. Trust me. Maybe it was uh, Chris Hall Productions. Right. And I'm like, no. Chris Hall Productions is a lot of things, but a man who puts effort into things, he's not. This is too much effort. This could have taken two
2: or even three minutes to put together. Right. That is... That's a lot. At the part where you had to cut the cardboard, he would no, be like, "No, forget ah, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
1: I would have written it." Right, but, right, uh, yeah. Right. Unlike Tony, no, who cuts down goes his, to great lengths. Yeah. So Tony Baloney, he's like, "Trust, trust, man.
0: Listen, Look, let's yeah. go to
1: the cameras." Oh, you got cameras at so your job. Now jaw. we got the security guys. Involved and the IT guys. Involved. Wait, do they wear all black with like vests and, and stuff? They, they always have sunglasses. Yes, on. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Inside and they work in a dark room, right? Yeah, bright screens. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like,
2: I picture them like getting called in to solve.
1: A <laughs> crime,
2: and your boss is like, Can you get us information? And they're like, No,
1: no we can't see anything. I didn't see a thing, boss. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. go ahead. So you got this whole squat team. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, There's no cameras near your desks. Which I'm like, Hey, okay, that's good this to know. Is, well, now everyone knows this, which led to more pranks later in the week <laughs> on my desk. Now they know there's still cameras there. It's like, dang it! But uh, then they're like, we're gonna start looking at like who could it had to been over the weekend. Yeah. So they're looking to see who came in over right. the weekend, whatever. But then, uh, huh. then Tony baloney comes at me because mm. he's a man who will not lay accused. Right. He's he comes. He's like, got, he did his homework. He's like, look, my handwriting doesn't match, clearly. Hey. And he, then he notices, wait, what's on the back of this cardboard? Oh. This is a paper towel box. The same paper towels that we use here in the office. And then the dominoes started to fall. And I was like, how could we? <sighs> Jeff, not Jonathan... Not Jason, not Jeff, not Jeff, he and his family sometimes help out with some of the stuff at the office oh. on the weekends,, and I don't see him, oh but he's there, oh boy, so I knew it was Jeff, not Jonathan, oh not my Jason, God. not Jeff, that's great, yeah, and then so then we had someone posted it online, and sure enough, he had a picture of him and his family <laughs> all standing around my desk, yeah. With the, the signs, So thanks for giving us some fun on a Monday morning. And
2: we don't give him enough credit because he often sends trailers in. He definitely does. You know, which I appreciate.
1: And we don't miss him. Yep. That's yeah. good stuff. What else? Did we have something from a certain someone maybe with a theme song? We, maybe did. Uh, we did. We do the gobble, gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble, 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 gobble. gobble.
2: Can I just say, yeah. nobody who writes into the show, well, except for Top Ten Sarah, Nobody who writes into the show has a theme song that more appropriately matches their personality. <laughs> yeah. I think we ought to just start calling him Disco Dave, even though neither of those things apply. Apply them. <laughs> yeah.
1: right. I ran into him, I felt so bad, in the parking lot leaving one day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. Hey, what's up? And sometimes after we record, like, I'm just, my head's just floating. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Huh? And I just—he's talking to me, and I'm looking, and it's just not registering that the person's talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, mystery gobble and I'm like, "Oh." Oh right. Hey, yeah, and right, I tried right, to right. carry a conversation, and instantly I sounded like the worst person ever. Yeah. And I was like, "I gotta go." I gotta go. I suck. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like I cannot talk.
2: Well, apparently he's took offense.
1: No, no. Because he's coming at you. No, no. This isn't, he just, he's like, hes this is shock and
2: awe. This is shock and awe. Well, 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 he starts off. Yeah. This is Mystery Gobble. Starts off with, well, well, well. Did I hear that correctly? David, the David Moulton. One and only. Seemed to, thank God, seemed to express that the multiverse have been beat to death. Oh, I'm sorry. The multiverses have have been beat to death with what is left of the rotting corpse of the Flash franchise? I remember a time where he, meaning the David Moulton, was, was giddy. thank God, about their possibilities. Giddy. Giddy. He didn't even spell it wrong. As in giddy up. Gidded. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, seeming to agree with you, he says, can't we just go back? to a simpler time of time travel and interplanetary wormholes. If dreams can come true, my
1: man, we can hope. What do you take from this? He's right. He's agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I, I mean, I'm sh- as shocked as you are that I'm burnt out. Yeah. I was fighting it for a long time, but even I'm just like, I don't know, man, I love the superheroes, but... <sighs> you know, I never did end up seeing
2: Guardians 3. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying maybe all three of us have the fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. He also went on, which I thought was fun. He followed up quick with a second email and says, Hey, by the way, you're thinking, you're talking about cool names. Yeah. He came up with a cool name that has four syllables.
1: Syllables? Syllables. Oh.
2: Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini. Now that's a name that doesn't, it does not sound made up, but its it does qualify as a super cool name. It is. Yeah. Is it? Is I think it, I'm going to rename my kids Isabella Rossellini. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> like George Foreman. Yeah. I'm going to have Isabella Rossellini 1 and Isabella Rossellini 2.
1: Don't even put the ones or twos. Just no. Leave it ambiguous. <laughs> do it and don't tell them, too, so when they go to file their taxes. Right. <laughs>
0: right.
1: <laughs> so good. All right, everyone's favorite sister. hmm She answered the question that I put out because I love how everyone's favorite sister, Top Ten Sarah, they always ask, answer our questions. Mm-hmm. So, and I said, someone who doesn't know about Dune, what do they think about this Dune trailer? She says, as someone who has no familiar with Dune beyond the first movie— Here's my take on the Dune 2 trailer. I am confused as fuck. <laughs> Scientific term. Right. Crap ton. Yeah. Maybe it's because, like David said, they crammed too much information into the trailer. And my duneless brain can't keep up with what they threw at me. I could barely follow the plot of the first movie. This one's already lost me. I feel like I. Oh, God.
2: I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to immediately regret well, it. Don't spray it. I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to immediately regret it. So I'm okay. going to pre-regret. Yeah. Obviously, my statement is along the lines of agreeing with everyone's favorite sister. Of course. Pre-regretting this statement, because I know how you're going to reply, and yeah. it's going to be annoying as fuck. Mm. All right.
1: Just like how she feels.
2: My statement is, I think that I need to re-watch the first Dune. Cause i have no idea what happened or how it ended
1: i don't know i'm gonna say good as much soon as i can get in front of your eyes the better yeah and it'll if you waited it'd been a, it'll be a whole year yeah since you've seen it because you saw it in november right yeah and so, it's on
2: hbo right i mean is. i'm pretty sure it's yeah. available yeah. yeah maybe i'll watch it tonight you know i'm bacheloring it tonight what yeah I'm home alone, totally unsupervised. Oh, no,
1: that's not true. Yeah, uh, I there's cameras. There's cameras. You're, devi- well, you're definitely supervised. That's true. That part Among is true. Me. Maybe <laughs> <laughs>
2: unsupervised
1: never. Amy's like every now and then she's like, hold on, hold on. She's
2: got a crew. Her yeah, is sitting on the yeah, couch. Okay, okay all right. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, David, let me ask you something. Yeah. What have you been up to? What have you been watching? What have you been reading? What are you doing with
1: your life? Man, I'm like a broken <laughs> record. I know. Right? Yeah. You can't, you can't get past it. Um, Secret Invasion.
2: <laughs> zap, zap.
1: Yeah, zap, zap. Secret Invasion is apparently so <laughs> mediocrely bad that Disney has officially announced, mm, we're going to slow down with the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's impressive. Yeah. It took a lot. (laughs) That's saying something. This is what's going down as the nail in the coffin. Oh, my God. Pen. Mm. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. I cannot get over how good it is. Oh, my God. There is a part of me. Inside. Yeah. It's like "Mm, this is not your favorite one. It can't be. The other ones were so much better. And then the other part of me is like crushing it down to the ground. Right. And making this my favorite (laughs) one. And being like, How about this week? (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel (laughs) now? (laughs) How do you like me now? Yeah. Wow. So this last episode was so good. So good. If you know, anything about Star Trek watch Strange Mm. New World season 2 episode 5 it's hilarious (laughs) which is one of the things that was so unique about it is it was really funny so and then I was introduced this week (laughs) to some of the drama and hilarity that is RuPaul's Drag Race oh love RuPaul's Drag Race I had not been exposed yeah and I got a good proper education this week and hilarious it's a great show yeah it's a great show I dig it yeah we're fans I dig it what have you been doing up to and stuff? Well,
2: you know, we got the Tour de France. Hmm.
1: We do have the Tour de France. Tour de France is turning out to be like baseball, and where I don't know when it starts and ends. When I used to think I did, yeah. Like yeah. I used to be like, well, I'm doing the Tour de France." I'm like, "Yeah, that was that happened this week. It was like a week long, right?" But when I talk to Penn, it's like the Tour de France is always happening. Yeah, it's three weeks long. Okay. What? It, And then it starts again.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. It's three weeks long and I'm tuning in. I am, I mean, the televised part is like four or five hours. Yeah. So I tune in on YouTube to the 30 minute extended highlights version, Mm. you know, which they basically take the broadcast, which was four hours and they chop in the best parts, you know, and so that's how I'm watching it. But I also did not intend to, but I got completely sucked into Wimbledon.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
2: So I'm watching a little Wimbledon now, but the, what what I want to talk to you about on this show,
1: yeah,
2: is I'm over on Netflix. Yeah. I think it's Netflix, and I'm watching The Crowded Room. You familiar with this? It's with Tom Holland and um, see Amanda Seyfried. Oh, this is the one where he's got the really long shaggy hair. He he has kind of long shaggy hair, and um, he it it's um, uh, what was the one where the the guy had multiple personalities and he was the movie. Where he was, he turned out he was living in the zoo, in Philly. It was an M Night movie. Split. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. This is this reminds me of that. Okay. Um, and it's so good, and I got totally hooked, full on hooked. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And then all of a sudden, the episode ended, and it turns out, like the next episode isn't for a week. That's not cool. That whoa. Totally well, unnecessary. Who? How right. dare? So I submitted an email, a strongly worded email, to Netflix asking them, "Hey, listen, could
1: I see the next one now?" Like <laughs> I, I would have, I submitted an email to the Pensive Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would have been a better place to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew these guys would get it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Wow. Well, what are we doing next week? Barbie, right? Well,
2: not only are we watching Barbie and reviewing Barbie, but on Thursday night, big Barbie premiere party. party. We got the pink carpet. We got all kinds of prizes and decorations and giveaways. Yep. I'm going to be there. I don't know if you're going to be there or not, but I'm going to be there. Barbie
1: party. Yeah. I I don't know if people know this or not. There's a pretty amazing Barbie thing downstairs that Drew made.
2: Drew made a life-size... Barbie box. Yeah, I've seen
1: people getting the pictures taken yep, in it. It yep. was awesome.
2: Yeah. And shout out to Drew because um, we saw the bar we saw life-size Barbie boxes when I was out at Cinemacon in Vegas. And I reached out to Warner Brothers and I was like, yo, let's get a box in lit It'll be great. And Warner's was like, nah. 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 You're, like, you're not big enough.
1: You're like, fine.
2: Yeah. I'll do it myself. That's exactly what Drew said. Yeah. You know, he then, it. Yeah. yeah. So now we're playing a horror movie. Uh, comes out in July, the end of July, called Talk to Me, A24 movie. And it's about, like, a severed hand, you know, that, like, Mm. does all kinds of awful stuff. So I told Drew, I said, now that this is your thing, like, you got to make a gigantic severed hand.
1: (laughs) You know, yeah. 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 I mean, that's right. Or at least the table, because I think the whole thing is it's a table with the hand on it that you hold. He at least needs to make, like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be disappointed if he doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm... Preemptively disappointed. Right. And what's he gonna do for Dune? If I walk in and there's not we don't have to like trudge over a sand dune right. in the <laughs> lobby to get in. Six hundred tons
2: of sand <laughs> yeah. in the lobby. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 People are like sliding down the other right. side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well look if you want to be a part mm-hmm. of the show, the best way to do that. Yeah. Well, first off, if you yeah, is just email us, podcast, podcast at pencinema.com. Right. So new email. Yeah. Or here's the one thing. Yeah, we're going to be live. What? Yeah, July 29th at Complete and Box in Effort of Pennsylvania, 12 noon. We're doing a live show at their 12th anniversary party. Come on out to Complete and Box and see your boys. That's a technical term. Yeah. Uh, doing our stuff live. Yeah, that's what it says
2: on our business card. Your yeah, boys. Your boys. Yeah. But, Which is different from David's homies. Right. Right. Just totally different classification. Select
1: group. Right of people right yeah now if you want to support the show in other ways Mm. what's the best way to do that well
2: the best thing to do is to email us yeah with your big idea on continuous improvement you know we're always seeking to improve the show right and the crazier idea you have the better right send us an email with how we could improve the show yeah and if it makes any sense, I'm going to totally disregard it. Right. But if it's insane, <laughs> we're going to be like, "Drew, we need a hot air balloon." Right.
0: Stats. Stat. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like we're doing the show in an aquarium underwater. underwater.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, so that's the best thing, but if you don't if you are not inclined, yeah. if you don't want to contribute to our continuous improvement mm. project, then just tell a friend. Just tell a friend. Yeah, tell a yeah.
1: friend. Cool. All right, we'll see you next week for Barbie. Once again, for the Penn Cinema Podcast, I'm Evan Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care. care and party Barbie on.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at penncinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners, with locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.penncinema.com.